Paul's Parables present stories by Auntie Winnie, who was a missionary in South Africa. Hi, I'm Winnie. Well, Moses episode 11. And it looks to me like it's the Egyptians who are in trouble now. Most of their cows and sheep are dead. And old Pharaoh is just as stubborn as ever about hanging on to his slaves. So today it will be billions of boils. Pharaoh ordered his chariot out early the next day, and Nadab harnessed his horses up to it. I wonder if he even knows that his horses are alive because we kept them in from the pasture yesterday, he said to the driver. Do you know where he's going? His butler told me he's going out to the land of Goshen, where the Israelites live. Oh, do you know what for? I think he wants to find out how many of the flocks died there. It's been terrible here. Most of the cattle, sheep, oxen, donkeys, horses, and camels in the country are dead. If I put on a footman's uniform, will he notice that I'm not a regular? Can I go along? I guess you can if you have your jobs done. Pharaoh sure won't notice one servant. We drove out the main road to Goshen, and everywhere we went, there were carts of dead cows and sheep being pulled toward the brickyards. Can't they eat the animals that died? Ah, no, man. Would you want to risk dying of anthrax or foot in mouth or mad cow disease, too? We don't know what the disease was, but it was a killer. The epidemic seems to be over now. So what are they doing with the carcasses? They're taking them to the brick kilns and burning them instead of bricks. Oh, look, there's someone adding his piles of frogs to the cart. Disgusting. I don't know what's going to happen to this country. This is worse than war. You can't fight back. We drove all around the land of Goshen, and in every field were sleek cows and contented herds of sheep. The driver leaned out and asked every farmer we saw, mostly kids, because the men were at the kilns burning dead cows, Hey, did any of your animals die? Every time the answer was the same. No, all our flocks are fine. Pharaoh was getting madder and madder. And my heart sank when I saw my dad and Uncle Moses standing right by the road, by one of the kilns where they were shoveling out the ashes. I was afraid Pharaoh might do something to them. We all knew to keep out of his way when he was in a temper like this. Stop the chariot. I want to talk to those two. Pharaoh and his two magicians got out of the chariot and stopped over to where my dad stood. So, Pharaoh, are you going to let the Israelite people go? Did you notice that God spared his children's flocks so none of our animals died? It was probably the flies, and you didn't have any here. You aren't going anywhere. No, Pharaoh, it was the hand of God. And this is also the hand of God on you and your servants and your animals that remain. And Moses took a handful of the ashes and threw them in the air, so the wind caught them and they drifted away toward the city. Pharaoh tried to brush off the little white spots on his arm. 
and to his horror, the spots grew and hurt and became very red and sore. The magicians were squirming and gently touched spots on their necks. The horses began to stamp and wriggle under their harnesses, and when Nadab looked at the driver, he had dropped the reins and was checking under his arms and trying to see a sore on his back. Here, take the reins, will you? My arms are too sore to control the horses. Feels like I've got boils all over me. Hey, Tut, Hopi, see if you can do something with your magic that will take away these boils. This is terribly painful. But whatever you do, don't throw any more ashes. But the two magicians could not even stand before Moses or Pharaoh. They crawled in misery into the chariot and begged to go home. Moses and Aaron turned away and began to walk toward home. They had no boils, nor did the Israelite slaves who were piling dead cows into the furnaces. Nadab held the reins and drove carefully back to the palace. When he saw how miserable the Egyptians were with boils all over their bodies, and saw the sores erupting on all the horses and cows, he didn't mind at all having to do most of the work at the stables. On his way home, he stopped by Ali's house once again. Hey, Ali, how's Warrior? He's alive, thanks to your warning, and all of Dad's sheep and cattle, too, except the ones in the far pasture he couldn't bring in. But my poor horse has terrible boils on his leg and back. I've put poultices on them. I won't be able to ride him for a while. <laughs> As to that, I've got boils where it would keep me from riding, too. Is this your god again? Sorry, ma'am. I'll try to warn you if I learn ahead what's going to happen. Thanks. Go well. Stay well. That's it for the day. Do you think it can get any worse? Listen tomorrow and see. This is Auntie Amy. Bye for now.